She called me very lovingly a noodle in the beginning because when I was sitting on the machines, and I'm not kidding, I couldn't even have any weight on it. The only thing I can push or I can pour with the leg press and stuff is when it was completely no weight on it. Hey there, welcome to my podcast. My name is Celine Charlotte, and this is where we get real about entrepreneurship, business, money, and self-development. If you're all about co-creating your best life, I think you're gonna love hanging out with me. So let's just dive in. I just came back from the gym. I thought I had um, a meeting with my personal trainer, but apparently we meet two hours later. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to record a quick episode about my journey from hating the gym and hating to move my body to loving the gym and literally going five times a week, almost. So a little bit of background. I've always hated the gym and it was most of all because I was really fearful for it. It started when I was a child. My parents really encouraged reading and really encouraged playing with Barbies and sitting inside. And they were always a little bit afraid of me playing outside. I was sent to an extremely Christian school half hour with the car from my house. So I also didn't grow up with a lot of friends around me. So playing outside like normal kids usually do and running around, that wasn't really a part of my youth at all. I never missed it because as a child, you don't really know any better. And I wasn't on any sports at all. But when I went to the high school for the first time, I noticed this huge gap in not only experience and not only athletic skills, but also just fun around moving my body. So when I would have gym classes in high school, I would always be picked last because it's fair. I wasn't really good in anything, not in ball sports or basketball or uh, soccer or trefball, the death of me. Trefball is a game where you have to hit another person with a ball. It's still mind boggling to me that sport exists and that's being played because as a girl of, I don't know, 13 or 14 years old and you are starting to grow boobs and everything and this ball is just like hitting you smack in your body it's extremely painful and I was terrified of those classes so I would always be picked last it was even that they even didn't want me on the team often in the class so they would be like oh no you take Celine no you take Celine so that was a trauma right there It came so far that I would start writing my own sick notes. And I think from the five years in high school, I spent at least three years trying to get rid of my sport classes and trying not to attend. A couple of years later, I want to say around 16 or 17, I actually started to go to the gym myself. But that was, again, not from the best mindset. It was because I had an eating disorder and I really wanted to be thin. So I would stand on the treadmill or I would sit on a bicycle for hours at end trying to burn calories, hating every second of it, obsessively trying to see, like, okay, if I bicycle 10 more minutes, it's eight calories. So then I can eat when I come home, I don't know, one bite of a sandwich. And if I think back of that time period, I just remember me getting my gym stuff together early morning, going bicycling in the dark to the gym, setting up shop on one of the treadmills and just have a horrible time while looking around, looking at all these amazing bodies and thinking that I would never succeed in that. I think after my eating disorder dissolved, I just reviewed my body and the gym as something that wasn't important. I had my brain, I was smart, I was successful in my business and in my work, so it wasn't necessary for me to really love the gym. And I think one of the things that really helped me change my mindset around the gym is going a little bit deeper. Celine, why do you 
dislike the gym so much or what do you think about the gym? And I discovered one of my shadow sides that I thought that people who go to the gym very often, I thought of them as a little bit shallow. Oh, okay, yeah, you, all you care about is your body or how hard is it actually to have an amazing body? Like the only thing you do is working out. That's not that hard. So my arrogance was actually stopping me from trying to get to the same point because I was like, it's not that important. It's all about your mind and your spirit and how friendly you are anyway. And who cares about the body? This definitely came out of a trauma response. And I think also out of a kind of jealousy of people who had the drive and the motivation to go to the gym. But I didn't want to see it back then. A lot of it changed when I moved to America. I moved into a really small town here in America. And a lot of the fun that you can do is outdoors. So mountain biking, hiking, tennis, pickleball courts. There is not really much else to do. There's not a lot of culture than just... Being outside, enjoying the, the sun, or in the winter skiing. There's a ski resort really nearby. And I realized that most Americans are way more active than in the Netherlands. I also had a partner at the time who was really athletic and who wanted to do all these fun things. And my body just couldn't do it. There was one time we were on a ski hill and I tried to exit the ski lift. You have to like hop out of those little chairs. And I didn't have the strength in my legs to hop out of the ski lift so that's when i realized okay something really has to change also my posture was getting worse and worse i'm really tall so i already have to really work on always standing up straight and especially with other and americans or most of americans are smaller than me other people around me i tend to bow down a little bit to i don't know hear them better literally but also just feel less tall i knew my posture needed some work too and there was this nasty knee injury that I've had for over a year. I am uh, hypermobile and that means that you can bend your wrists and bend most of your joints way further than other people. And I always use that as an excuse of, oh, yeah, I get injured really quick. And it, it's true. <laughs> I do get injured quicker than other people. Usually when I would play a sport for a couple of weeks or I would be really enthusiastic about horseback riding or even VR games... It would end up in me straining my muscles and overworking my joints and having an injury and can't really move it for a couple of weeks. And this knee injury was bugging me so much last year that I, after, after hiking for 30 minutes, that I had to stop hiking and stuff. So I was like, okay, I, I went to so many chiropractors and doctors and everyone was like, oh yeah, okay, you're hypermobile and that's part of it. And I just believed, okay, if I just strengthen my whole body, if my, all my muscles would be more st strong, I probably won't have this problem. And that's also, I'm 35, I think what most people in their 30s start realizing, your health is everything. And whatever is going to come on my path in the coming years when I become older, the more strong and the more prepared I am to combat the coming injuries or coming health problems, the better. It was really time for a change and I started to take the gym very serious. And we're a year later now and I can honestly say I'm athletic and fit and that I love the gym. So I want to describe what happened in this past year in mindset and actions and thoughts that made me right now so content with my body and my habits around the gym. 
first off, I needed help. So I knew that when I, I had a membership at the gym for most of the past years and I just never went. So I knew if there was somebody waiting for me that I had an appointment with a personal trainer, it would be easier for me to go to the gym. So I hired a personal trainer and we started working three times a week with each other for an hour just doing machines. She called me very lovingly a noodle in the beginning because when I was sitting on the machines and I'm not kidding, I couldn't even have any weight on it. The only thing I can push or I can pour with the leg press and stuff is when it was completely no weight on it. And I live in a village with a lot of older people. So sometimes it would be that there was an older woman in her 60s or even 70s in front of me and she would push the the machines with certain weight on it and I would be after her and I would be sitting down and I had to pull out the weight that she was doing and do the machine without weight. That's how weak I was. That's how completely as a noodle or spaghetti I was built. There was no strength in me. So we started doing the machines, a lot of the body weight exercises and that those are still the one that I like the, the least and that is things like bridges. So you lay down on a mat and you have to pull one one leg up and then you I don't know you lift your bum off the, off the floor and it strengthens your glutes apparently but I just created the mindset that for one hour I would not ask questions I would not try to interfere with any of the coaching I would just literally come do what my personal trainer would say and leave as long as I'm just following the schedule and the ideas of this personal trainer I will get stronger. And it took me about, I want to say, four or five weeks until I indeed saw, oh my God, I've got results now. So I could add some weight on the machines or all of a sudden, instead of 20 or 10 reps, I could do 20 reps of something. And that was really hopeful. <laughs> so where, if you're still in the beginning phase, don't give up until you some, see some progress. Second thing that really helped was finding a personal trainer and at the same time, give some boundaries. For me, it's so important that I don't interfere getting stronger or getting fit in the gym with because I want to look good or I want to be thin or it has something to do with how I value myself. For me, the most important part of being fit is I want to have more fun. I want to be able to mountain bike or to ski or to do all the fun things that I can do here in America outdoor. And I don't want to feel like the one like, oh, okay, she has injuries or she can't keep up. So that is my main goal of being fit and that I might, that my body will change and will be more how my personal trainer sometimes calls it sculpting the body and that my bum looks better and that my arms are looking better. It's fun as a side effect, but it's definitely not a goal. So with my personal trainer, I told her, okay, it won't help at all if you're going to start diet advice because I don't want to hear it. I don't need to hear if my body looks different than the week before because that will probably make me obsessive about it. The only thing I'm interested in is, am I stronger than uh, a week before or in the progress that I'm making in being fit? So I don't work really well with personal trainers who shout or who motivate by, I don't know, kind of bullying you into. So my personal trainers, even when I, when there are days that I don't really feel like it, she's cheering me on. She's clapping in her hands. She finds me fantastic all the time. That works really well. And I've had a several personal trainers throughout the years. And this is the first time that I really feel connected with a personal trainer. Keep looking for somebody who really speaks your language or is willing to. 
the third point, and it seems a little bit counterintuitive with what I just said, but it worked especially in the beginning really well. I wasn't really focused on, okay, I want to have these results. Like after three months, I want to be able to do a push-up or I want to, because I, and I, by the way, can still, still can't do a push-up or I want to be able to have a certain amount of repetitions. I want to be able to say to myself, you have an athletic habit. You go to the gym three times a week. You are showing up for the gym. You are making health a priority. So that was my main goal instead of the goal that I would accomplish with going to the gym. The whole goal was going to the gym. So that made my visit to the gym already a success whenever I walked through the door. There you go. I'm an athletic person. I'm going to the gym. And because I'm now so used of that mindset and I'm, I see myself as an athletic person, my new goal is more like, okay, yeah, and now I want to progress every time that I go to the gym. And sometimes there are months or even weeks that I don't progress so much. I had an injury in my back because I wasn't cautious enough while lifting a side table in my house and all of a sudden I felt it in my back. Then the gym progress stopped for two months because my back needed to recover And I still went to the gym three times a week and I did stretching every other day, but I couldn't really add on more weight for a while. The fourth thing that really helped was getting rid of my arrogance and my shadow sides of, oh, people are very shallow when they go to the gym and start really diving deep into why do you think like that? And is that actually the truth? And I can't imagine now anymore that I thought like that and how childish it was to think like that. Because if I see people now at the gym, I'm just in admiration of their perseverance and their commitment to themselves and their ability to want to grow and do something that for most people of the world is really difficult. I read a crazy statistic somewhere that from the US people, I think only 2% is actually fit and goes to the gym three times a week. So the people that you see around you in the gym are the amazing exception. So when I start realizing that the gym wasn't a place for sad people who all thought really shallow thoughts and that their body was the most important thing ever and start seeing it as a place where I belonged because the people there had a growth mindset. That was a massive shift in feeling like I belonged in the gym. And as soon as you come to the point, okay, this is my place. I belong in the gym. And I know now all the faces when I always go at the same time at the gym. Usually I know the faces around me. I can say hi to people. It feels like a home and it feels like a place where I belong. And it's so inspiring. I remember last January, all of us, the gym was filled with new people. And I heard, overheard a conversation from two regulars who were complaining that, oh, all the machines are taken now and all these people don't really know what they're doing. And I was just so inspired. I was like, look at them. Everyone is trying to better themselves. And unfortunately, most of them are already away. It's now March and you don't see so many people uh, anymore. But it is inspiring to see people working on themselves. So I started to see the gym as an inspiring and fun place. And that really helped me wanting to go there on a day. The biggest shift, and I do it almost automatically with every goal that I want to achieve, but I start to feel and act and think like an athletic person. When I realized that there was this gap between how I wanted to be an athletic person and how I actually was a non-athletic person, I started realizing that first off, I needed mentors. I needed people to look up to. So I went on Instagram, like I always do when I want to achieve a new goal, and started looking for uh, women and girls who inspired me with their fitness. So who 
is out there making content that I can see on a daily basis that inspires me to work on my body too. Second, I started reading books. Books is always my to-go-to. So I just started reading books about being fit and athletic and about how muscle work and what lifting exactly is. And one of my favorite books, and I will link it in the show note, is Lift Like a Girl. Because it doesn't go, and most books go there, it doesn't go into the obsessiveness around nutrition again and the need to be thin or the need to lose weight. It's all about the stronger you are, the more you are in the world and you should take up more place. And it's a great book. So mentor books and third thing is really important. What are you saying about the gym? So I stopped immediately with saying that I wasn't strong, that I wasn't athletic. And I start replacing it with things like, oh, I'm so athletic. I'm so strong. And if I would come to the gym and my personal trainer would ask me how I felt about it or do you look forward to this uh, session? I would be like, oh, yeah, I didn't mean it. I wasn't always looking forward to it, but it really helped me to not say that all the time if you start repeating all the time to yourself oh i don't really want to do it obviously it's harder to then enjoy doing it so i would always try to find something that is a little bit truthful that i could say maybe i wasn't really looking forward to the bodyweight exercise but then i would say i'm looking forward to doing some of the dumbbell exercises and really trying to embody an athletic person in that way, like with the mind, with the books that an athletic person would read, with the environment that athletic persons are in. And also even buying cute gym outfits really helped me embody the athletic person that I wanted to be. The next realization that was really important is that there are, in the same way that there are multiple ways of getting rich, there are also multiple ways of getting fit. So some people really love going to classes. And my personal trainer in the beginning was really trying to stimulate me to attend those classes. And I tried and I immediately failed. I hated it again. What happened for me in classes is that I feel like the loser out there. I see all these exercises that I can't really do because my body isn't strong enough. I am always the tallest one. And instead of feeling pumped up by a group, I always felt completely taken down because I started comparing myself to everyone in the group and I was always coming last. It wasn't until literally last week, so a year into my journey, that I signed up for the first time for a class again. And this was a really fun tribal hip-hop class. And for the first time in my life, and I loved it, I didn't felt out of place. I didn't know the passes, and I was definitely, again, like the worst from the whole class. But I noticed that I wasn't out of breath. I could do the movement that they were doing, like I could do squats. It took me so long to learn how to do a squat. I couldn't do squats for half a year. I couldn't bow down low enough. And it was only uh, when I strengthened my ankles and strengthened my thing, my back and strengthened my, my booty and everything that I now finally can do really deep squats. For the first time in my life, I could do the class and I could participate in it and I'm planning to go back every week because it was fun so I think I'm finally at the point that I can enjoy classes right now but that took me a long time so there it's good to realize that there are different ways of being fit some people really enjoy classes some people are mostly doing dumbbells I think one of my favorite ways of getting fit is definitely weightlifting I definitely wasn't able to do that until seven months into my journey because I wasn't strong enough for even having an empty bar without those weights on it. Uh, so it took me a while to get there, but now that I'm there, I really like that way of, of getting fit. So realize there are different ways of getting there. And if you don't really like one of the ways, you can just choose another way of getting fit. I've got a couple of more insights that I really enjoy. One is obviously 
my whole life is easier. Standing up from something like a couch or getting out of my car, it's pretty low car. It's so much easier now that I have muscles. It's insane. I usually felt way more lethargic during the day and now I have so much energy and I just know that I have the strength to do things myself and that is so empowering. Getting groceries out of the car or moving hard objects and just the thought of knowing that I'm strong instead of weak is worth it for me. Another thing I realized, getting fit and starting to love the gym is in the end a little bit the same as entrepreneurship or making money in a way that if you keep working on the skill, if you keep showing up, you will see progress. It's really predictable and it's really in my control. It's in my control if I get muscles. It's in my control if I can weight lift in a year from now a little bit more. The only thing the downside with sport is that you, of course, get injured. So if I get a huge injury right now, that might not be completely in my control and that will stop my progress. And that's with money or with entrepreneurship a little bit different because there's not much that can stop you from making more money. But it's still, it's, it feels like a controllable skill to have. And that brings me a lot of joy. Because I can see that if I just keep going like this, I will, I'm not able to do a push-up right now. I will be able to do a push-up later on and it's going to be easy for me. So I like the predictability of it. And last thing, what really helped too is not going over my own boundaries. So my personal trainer in the beginning would give me homework all the time. So, and if you're home, you have to stretch and you do this and that. And I would all the time say, okay, yes, we'll do that. And I would never do that. So I told her eventually like, okay, we have to stop that because you and I both know I'm not going to do anything while you're not here with me. So why don't you come for instance to my house every other day? So I have the gym now at uh, Tuesday, Thursday and Sunday. And the other days, my personal trainer comes to my house and we stretch together. And stretching is foam rolling and stretching my hamstrings who were really stiff. I couldn't touch my toes with my hands when we started. So I wouldn't come across my knees even. Like that was the furthest I come. I was so completely inflexible. And now I can touch my toes with my hands when I'm standing. And it's a miracle. It actually happened two weeks ago that I noticed that. And I was like, whoa, look at that. It's working. I don't want to make promises, and that's his point, that I can't keep for myself. So instead of telling myself, okay, I should actually do more stretching on a day and I'm not doing it and I'm doing it and I feel guilty about that and I let that guilt grow. Instead, I try to rearrange the habit in a way that I will do it. So asking my personal trainer to come to my house so we can stretch together was a game changer because all of a sudden it was on the calendar. It was gonna happen. She was standing in front of my door at 5.30. So I know that is stretch time. No excuses. So yeah, we're now at a point that looking back, I can't imagine myself not being athletic or fit in the coming years. I can't imagine myself not wanting to do something on my body because I the benefits are so big. It's so amazing to feel strong and to feel like a healthy person and to feel fit and athletic. That And it's so easy to maintain. It is literally five hours a week of me doing the exercises and that's it. Yeah, I can't wait what lay, lays ahead of me and how strong I'll be in a year from now or two years from now. So hopefully this uh, inspired you a little bit in starting your own fitness journey. If you're like me, you're intimidated by everything in the gym, just go ask for a personal trainer to help you. If they're not nice to you, ask for a second personal trainer or a third or a fourth until you find somebody that really motivates you and 
okay, yeah, I'm okay with going to the gym three times a week, meet this person and do my best. And if you're like, oh, I can't afford it. For me, I, by the way, pay $60 an hour for the personal trainer. And in the Netherlands, I thought I was paying $70 an hour because I had a brief period that I had a personal trainer in the Netherlands too. So that's around the price that you pay, I think. But there are also so many good apps where you have just a personal trainer in your phone, but it's just a little bit harder maybe to literally put on your phone. For me, it's more than worth it. I love it and became good friends with my personal trainer. It's been a, it's been a quite a journey. Thanks for listening and see you in the next podcast. Hey everyone, that's a wrap on this episode. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and don't forget to follow and subscribe. If you really want to make me happy, leave a review for the podcast or tag me on Instagram. You can find me at Celine Charlotte and I see you in the next episode. Thanks for being here.